0: THN is brought to you by Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska. Creators like longtime listener and friend of the show, Carl Smith, and by listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click Donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter. ha
1: Ho, ho, ha, ha. Remember me, old chum? Mm. Jolly dead.
0: Good morning, nerds. It is Saturday, October 27th. 27th. I like paying attention. And we are here for THN's Cover to Cover. It is the only live nerd call-in talk show on the internet. There's another one. I don't want to hear about it, okay? We started it. Here's how it works every Saturday. And if that's not true, we don't want to hear about that either. We're not fact-checking here, okay? It's not my fucking job, all right? (laughs) That's Twitter's job. Call me out. At me, bro. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics, movies, TV, video games, Legos, whatever you want. We do it with you nerds lot. No, no, no. No Lego talk. We're yeah. not getting into that. <laughs> not those fucking nerds. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can just click our Facebook, our Facebook call now button if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call in live, you can leave us a message at that phone number, 402-819-4894. That's my wife trying to sabotage the show. This is her expressing her power. Hold on. <laughs> You can also send us an mp3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. But before we get started here, Joey, I need you to reset the question of the week. It's not exactly a scary one, but it is adorable. No, it's not scary. Yeah, we did the scary one last week because we were thinking, apparently.
2: Well, yeah, well, you know, (laughs) this week's question comes from THN's very own Wooly Toots. The recent romantic developments between Thor and Hulk, which I think is awesome, got me to thinking, what is your favorite and least favorite comic character hookups? I'll use my personal runner-ups as examples.
0: Runners up. Runners I up, believe. I know. Yeah.
2: His favorite, well, his runner-up fave, Dazzler and Longshot. Okay. His least favorite runner-up fave.
0: Nope. His huh. least
2: favorite runner-up Yeah. is Wonder Woman and
0: Superman. Okay. So he's got one that he hates more than that. Well, I guess we'll find out. I hated that one. Certainly. The phone lines are open. We want to talk to you again. 402-819-4894. And uh, hopefully you're watching us live on Facebook Live so you can play along, listen to other callers, make fun of them. And, uh, but, you know, let's, let's keep it comic related. No personal attacks. Okay? A short guy and a fat guy. We don't need any personal attacks here. All right? While we are waiting for your call, let's get into Wooly Toot's answer. He sent us an MP3 called
3: Hookups. It's two time, two what? <laughs> it's two's time. That's what time it is. <laughs> uh, but I'm supposed to be playing Red Dead Redemption, so let me uh, answer that question I sent you guys. Um. Okay. So oh, my favorite hookup between um, comic book characters has to be Jack Tenrick and Hannah Dundee in uh, Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. Oh! I just think they're such a great couple um they were an adorable and couple. hannah dundee is probably my top favorite female character in comic books i want to say i bet i kind of feel like it um now the hookup that made that i didn't like the most goes all the way back to my childhood it's kind of maybe a little embarrassing 1982 uh case the savage is probably an issue i think 13 ish or so and um Shanna and Kesar get in a big fight and, like, get separated by a uh, set of waterfall and rapids and stuff. And um, there's this other tribe in the Savage Land, and they look like people, but then they have goofball monkey tails. And uh, the (laughs) dude saves Shanna and then uh, starts a relationship with her, and they even get married. Um, As a kid, I don't think I've been more upset in my life that that happened. Um, Obviously because I still carry it today, and I'm almost 47 years old. Um, also, um, I don't know if you knew this, but Wolverine the Long Night scripted podcast uh, is now free Whoa. on iTunes, and I've listened to the first two episodes, and I think it's pretty rad. <laughs> That's uh, all so I've heard is that it's really good. It yeah, stays How away. can
0: this be good? <laughs> uh, see you, dudes. See you, toots. Yo, later, toots. Uh, uh, Kazar I mean- and Shanna. Oh, man. I love them so much.
2: I do too. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are, I mean, I've never read Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, but.
0: Uh, For those yeah. of you who don't know, it was originally called Xenozoic Tales. Mark Schultz was yep. a creator. It is an amazing old school comic book. Really good stuff. Later on, became Cadillacs and Dinosaurs. And then there was a shitty arcade game. And then there's a really shitty cartoon. <laughs> but uh, the original Xenozoic Tale stuff was amazing. Irene ended up Michael Severe. Okay. Uh,
2: Local celebrity host of The Bottom Line Sports Podcast. And he told me about how much he was enjoying that Wolverine podcast, too.
0: I've heard it's great. I have not listened to it. I don't know how it could be good, but I've heard it is great.
2: It's like a full-on audio drama. Yeah. Like,
0: fully acted. It's just like an audio book with sound effects, more or less.
2: Well, sort of. Like, an audio book is is read. Yeah, I guess. But, yeah, this is like... A scripted audio drama, like an old-timey radio serial.
0: Cool. Get on your mic, or I'm going to punch you in the face.
2: I'll punch you in your face. (laughs) I should not have to tell you this anymore, sir.
0: So the Chilling uh, Adventures of Sabrina came out this week on Netflix, and we talked about it a little bit on the show. Yeah. I would love to talk to you guys. I don't know if anybody has watched it yet. It is wonderful stuff. really fun. Really, really good, balancing, like... Teen drama and Satan shit really well. <laughs> it was so great. It's true. Oh, totally love it. I do too. Uh, I'm really enjoying
2: it. I've seen the first three, as have you. What is the name of the woman that plays Sabrina? Oh, I have no idea.
0: I can't. She's got a crazy name. I don't know. She reminds me of old school Sabrina to an extent. Yeah, she's great. She really does. Whose name I also can't summon.
2: Melissa Joan Hart.
0: Melissa Joan Hart. I knew she had three names, like Sarah Michelle Geller. It was where I, what I kept thinking. Yeah,
2: like <laughs> Boutros, Boutros, Golly. <Gali>. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> yes, like Boutros, Boutros, Golly. Indeed. <laughs> oh, what's this? It's not making any noise, but we do have a call coming in. Hey, great. Thank God. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Whoa. JD got a catch. We'll get back to you in just a second here. JD, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing good. Doing good. What do we want to rap about more importantly?
1: Uh, Well, answer of the week.
0: Okay. Let's get right into it. Relationships. Uh,
1: Relationships. Uh, This didn't start out as a comic. Uh, It's been a
4: comic for a little while, but when I think relationships, the first thing that comes to mind is Frank and Sadie Doyle from The Thrilling Adventure Hour.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah okay
4: oh my god uh start off as a podcast I mean, they, right
0: yes okay yeah, it's like
4: a- off as, a, as a podcast that was a recorded stage show in la uh done in the time of old old timey radio
0: right. plays. it's sort of like um, uh like garrison keeler's uh uh well we don't, we don't speak his name anymore. The Prairie Home Companion right, is gone. Right. Now they have this, like, hipster douchebag that hosts the, like, this show. I can't stand him. He plays, like, a ukulele and shit. And he's like, well, I used to go into the bars and hang out with the Strokes back in the day. And they were always like, what's a crazy ukulele player like you doing? Like, fuck off. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway, sorry. I but I digress. <laughs> I got
4: I'm actually a Chris Teeley fan, but okay. Oh, really? Uh, you yeah. like him? Up your butt, Matt
0: Bob. Whatever, man. I bet he's got a waxed moustache <laughs> and he probably has like raw denim overalls no, that you. are single sourced or some shit, you know. <laughs> I bet he eats right, like uh, designer mayonnaise, you know, shut farm up. table shut mayo up already from the local organic mayo shop. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. That's the guy who used to that's a guy who used to run a meatball shop. Yeah. Yeah, we ground meat. We made meatballs. All right? Come on. <laughs> Hipster meatballs. <laughs> sure. Okay, least favorite relationship. I want to hear your least favorite. now. you don't just get to hit us with your favorite.
4: Oh, oh, oh Jesus. I didn't even think that far. <laughs> uh, least favorite relationship is pretty much anyone Matt Murdock is in. Oh, yeah, that's you know, fair. You know to end, end
1: in tragedy?
0: Matt Murdock is the worst boyfriend in the world. We've established that yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like there's combo yeah. boyfriends that have killed their girlfriends. And I would say, Matt, worse than that, because <laughs> like he <laughs> destroyed their entire lives. You yeah. know, sometimes yeah. they were lucky enough to get killed. Other times they lived.
2: Yeah. That woman that uh, Bendis, the deaf woman. Mia? No, oh, she, was Mia? Also, she, was blind. she was also blind. She was also
0: blind. She blind. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, <laughs> driven literally insane. Yeah. And never heard yeah. from again. Yeah, left in an asylum, and yep, just like, and like marriage, done. marriage annulled. It's like, sorry, don't come near us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that was that was yeah. That's probably the worst.
0: Matt Murdock, the, worst boyfriend Murdock. in comics, hands down. Yeah. His, mo- his mom hated yeah, yeah. him so much that she took off and became a nun. Yeah, he's a worst boyfriend the hard way too. He's not just gonna like beat you up and cheat on you. Yeah, he's not like no bad way. To them. No, yeah. it's just he's just like gonna his... drag you into his nightmare world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like, by the way, uh the Kingpin of New York knows my secret identity, so mm. you're probably going to have to never leave yeah. my side ever.
0: <laughs> Truly. Uh yeah, that's that's a good that's a good answer. That's a very good answer. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily a worst relationship, but definitely worse boyfriend.
1: Yeah.
4: Back to the best relationship though, uh the, the Doyles, I mean, they're so good. And the comic has been really good, except for the the new volume that's come out. I feel like the actors have really Figured out the best way to translate the the patter that you had from Paul F. Tompkins and Padger Brewster, who played Frank and Sadie in the podcast.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: They finally found a good way to translate that to page, but unfortunately, the art—I yeah. I just can't see Frank and Sadie as anything. But drawn by
0: Phil Hester. Yeah, exactly. Because we reviewed when they started, there was a mini-series first that we reviewed. Uh, They put out a couple issues. And we liked that. uh, Through Image, And then there was a regular series that came out, and we gave that a... mm,
2: The new series is through IDW, I think.
0: Yes, I believe you're right. Uh,
2: Boom. Oh, boom, yeah, Yeah, boom. boom. And yeah, that was my exact criticism, Jeff, is that like, after following Phil Hester on those characters, the artist that they picked, who is a fine artist, it's just it doesn't
0: does, work. Yeah, it does a perfectly good job. Yeah. But yeah. you know, better than anything we could I fucking mean, do. I, so.
4: <laughs> my 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 one and only piece of original art is from Phil Hester's first issue of Thrilling Adventure Hour. Oh nice. Oh no
2: kidding. That's pretty
0: cool. <laughs> I've got an <laughs> Ultimate Spider Man annual Phil Hester panel right behind me. So or no, was oh, no it was Marvel Ultimate, team up. Ultimate Marvel Team-Up. Up. That's yeah. what it was. That's right.
4: Yeah. I mean, Phil Hester's probably my favorite comic book artist of all
0: time. He gets a lot of run on this show, certainly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's like, welcome back to the <laughs> Phil Hester Ego Stroke Hour, you know? <laughs> we're, we're big fans. It
4: helps that he's local, so he's always out all the cons that I'm at that so I can talk to him now. Yeah. He's a, we kind of know each other. He's an Iowa
0: boy. Yeah. He's Uh, a good, he's a good boy. We we like us some Phil Hester.
4: But that's all I got for you
0: guys today. JD. Always good.
4: uh, I'm off to a coffee shop to go write and try to finish my book
0: today. All right. Get to work.
4: All right. All right. We'll talk to you
0: soon, Jeff. Have a good one, man. Bye. Yeah, least favorite, Daredevil. I didn't even thought about that one. Yeah, boy. Yeah, Daredevil plus whoever. Yep. Although I did really like some of his relationships and stuff, but it's just like, oh You just
2: knew it was gonna be bad.
0: Don't date him. Yeah, you just right. knew <laughs> like, Don't <Yeah>. do
2: it. <laughs> even like even in the 80s when uh uh Karen wasn't around, mm-hmm. uh Karen Page, his most famous girlfriend, she's a character on the Netflix show. Uh, she was out of the book for a long time. Right. Uh, and he was dating some Irish girl in the early eighties when I first read Daredevil. Uh, uh, Ooh. Gloriana O'Brien was her name.
0: Oh, I remember that.
2: And so they were constantly being chased by some Irish serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh my God.
0: Was he like a jealous boyfriend?
2: No, uh. I don't remember. Um, He'll not take me, we lassie! How dare ye! And uh, then Karen Page came back and uh, sold his secret identity for drug money. Well, you know. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Sometimes you just (laughs) gotta get high. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Sorry. Just finishing something real quick here. Uh in other news, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. Yes. I some, didn't get too far into it. Let's do some video game talk. I didn't get real far into it either, but I did watch a bunch of launch day stuff on Twitch mm. yesterday. And basically it was how psychotic can you go? Yeah, <laughs> in this right. Game? You can be a total bad you can uh, get black hat. Crazy yeah. fucking psychotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for calling DHN cover to cover caller. Who this?
6: It's Haluth Nathan, Nathan
0: from Indiana. Halusa Nathan! Hello! Oh man, how you doing, brother? We haven't talked to you for a while. Yeah, life gets in the way. Yeah, you know, I understand. What do you want to wrap about today, brother?
6: Have either of you had the chance to see the new Halloween
0: movie? I am going today. I have not seen it yet. I haven't. I am going today with or without my wife, who refuses to commit to seeing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> She's not screwing me out of this one. That's also how she shows That's her good. power.
6: <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah, I'm, I'm such a huge John Carpenter super fan that knowing his involvement, I made sure to actually make one of those rare opportunities of seeing opening night. And he, does, he did
0: the music and stuff too, right?
6: Yep. Ugh. He executive produced. Awesome. His new Halloween soundtrack is actually, if you take it as a whole, separate from the motion picture, is actually <laughs> superior than the movie itself.
0: Okay. The, uh, it's mo- just such you know- awesome... Mondo Tees, the company Mondo Tees. Yep. They put out, like, they've been putting out soundtracks and shit, and they've done a whole collection of his stuff reprinted, like, on 180 gram vinyl, like, dual, like, open up beautiful art cover, like, sleeves. Yeah. And the ho- they did the whole Halloween, like, one, two, and three collection. They are releasing the new one. They're doing Escape from New York. They're doing Big Trouble in Little China. I want them all. They are so fucking cool. And they feature like all the re like done movie posters that they've done for each movie. Yeah. Oh, they're so cool.
6: <laughs> yeah. The, mo- the Mondo stuff's great, but also, uh, the, the original music he's been putting out for the past couple of years oh. from, uh, sacred bones yeah. records. That stuff is awesome. Wonderful stuff. Uh, yeah. The first album that he released that was, uh, uh,
0: is that that had lo- come out under that
6: title? Lost that, themes like, became was that became my that, un- one? that became
0: what's that? Lost themes was it that one?
6: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Lost so themes, volume one. So It became my go-to default zone <laughs> out and play video game music for like a year. Oh yeah,
0: I've been using it for when we play D and i I'm the DJ, and like on rule mm-hmm. twenty, and I play like all this creepy John Carpenter music when we're like, oh, we're in a cave, or <laughs> like, oh, we're in a haunted church. <laughs> It's so great.
6: (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely recommend. I definitely recommend checking out the Halloween 2018 soundtrack once you're done uh, seeing the movie, though, because some of the track titles kind of spoil certain scenes. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah.
0: Important safety tip. It is definitely
6: worth a listen.
0: Awesome. Um, Also, in that same vein, I would suggest to you a guy named Slasher Dave. He puts out records on. I want to say. Oh, I can't remember. It's either horror pain, death records, or I don't think that's it. I can't remember. It might be 20 bucks spin. They're like a black metal label. And they also put out like slasher synth and stuff. And it's like just horror soundtracks for movies that have never been made. Slasher Dave, check him out. You'll love him.
6: And yeah, there's other great eighties synth wave bands like Perturbator. Oh yeah. uh, The one that comes to mind.
0: Oh yeah. Perturbator. Take
6: Uh, ass. uh, Dance with the dead. Yeah. Uh, yep. Gunship is another one that comes to mind.
0: Totally. My, uh, there's a local guy, cult play. He, a uh, friend of mine, Braden used to work for me. He does like this synthy DJ stuff and it's all like dark synth cult play. Check him out on Bandcamp. He's awesome. C U L T play.
6: Yeah. Oh, totally I'll call in awesome. next week and pick your brain about what you thought of the movie. Come. Uh, the next weekend.
0: Awesome. That I sounds great. Think, I promise. I don't, I'm I don't think weekend. we'll
6: have to worry about getting into spoilery territory because uh, <laughs> there's one point in the movie I definitely want to get your hot take on. All
0: right. Most definitely. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. You later. Always good to talk yep. to you, buddy. Take it easy, yep. pal. Joe Patrick even uh, showed some interest in seeing uh, the new yeah, Halloween.
2: Yeah, Kind of. Oh, yeah. Don't
0: be a crybaby. Kind of. Come on. Kind
2: of. Red Dead 2's
0: out. Okay, the so moment has passed. We started talking about uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. It just came out. And I was watching yesterday on Twitch and there was a guy that roped a dude and he was just like he was discussing like the honor system where like yep. you you basically you can be a good guy, you can be a bad guy. It's sort
2: of like uh, the Paragon Renegade exactly from Mass Effect.
0: Yes. And like, there was a, he rode up on someone it was like a dude that was like beating up his wife and he like saved the wife and his honor went up and then he like beat the dude down and his honor went up and then the dude was laying there and he kicked him till he died and his honor went down and then he oh, took no. his wallet and his honor went down again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Hello. Thank you for rescuing this show, sir. It was coming off the rails. I appreciate it. <laughs> how are you guys doing we're doing really good right it's, yeah, it's fine little, i've i had a little too much coffee but i feel good you know you're vibrating slightly. i, I kind of am yeah. <laughs> what do you want to rap about today sir
7: um well i just i went out this morning and did some errands and swung by my local walmart and picked up some hundred page giants from uh, dc comics
0: you're buying them okay you're buying them are they worth it is it are they cool
7: um, I think they're cool. Um, uh, my wife teaches, she's a history teacher and she teaches, um, a class she made up called American superheroes. Um, and it focuses on like history and, and, you know, the way that like Is this a fucking superhero... college course no, it's high school. Okay. God, um, that's
0: even cooler. You can do it in high <laughs> yeah, school. No,
7: <laughs> oh, no, it's, 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 it's really cool. She's awesome. Um, but she, so a part of it was that, you know, I was kind of curious about them and I thought, even if I, if they're, you know, kind of junky she needs materials because they have like a thing where on Friday they just like pick stuff up. It's a long box full of like random shit and the kids just read them and and do stuff. So I thought at the very least, like at least it's content for that. But um, the new Batman story by Bendis and uh, Nick Darrington is like really cool. Oh, nice. Um, I heard I heard it's great. It's like, um, it's, I mean, it's Nick Darrington. So if you ever, you know, he's amazing and seeing his Batman is like, even if the story's meh, it's still you know, fun little stories. Sure. Um, but I was going, so I was going through the, like the Teen Titans one today and it's got like, um, kind of generic Scott Eaton, Dan Jergens story at the beginning. It's like not in continuity. It's just sort of like Who, a who's an evergreen writing
0: type. Who's writing, Dan that Teen writing it? It is Dan Jergens. Okay.
7: Yeah. And then, so I was like, and eh, this is like, you know, that's like the new story, but then it's got like the Jeff Johns, um, Mike McCone Teen Titans from the um, like the early 2000s. And I it's love so good. I love that like, run. Like, I love it to do, it's so good. It's So this is the fourth issue is like the, you know, um, the BART, Drops impulse And, and yeah, he, so he You know Fucks up flash. And he yeah. yeah And it's like It's one of those Like I'm reading it And I'm like I I forgot how good this is Like I remember The overarching stuff But you've got Deathstroke And he shoves the The, the sword through Cyborg's head And yeah. it's like There's so much There's so much cool stuff So it's like To imagine that someone Who doesn't have a comic shop For 200 miles Could pick this up And read it And read really good stuff is, Okay is, I mean it's true You know So it's stuff like that Like is it if you're hardcore and you've read this stuff a million times, like, there's probably not anything for you. But if you are, you know, th- this is the spinner rack.
0: Right. Yes, exactly. Okay, and I like that you brought that up because a lot of people freaked out. And they're like, oh, Walmart exclusive shit. They're trying to kill the comic shops even more. Not everybody has a comic shop. Right. Everyone has a goddamn Walmart. For better yeah. or worse, everyone has a Walmart. Right. And if it puts comics in the hands of kids... Yeah, this is their spinner. Route. And
2: if they really love the t- the Titan stuff that they read, they can go on DC Universe and watch Robin push a throwing star into a guy's eye. <laughs> yeah, uh, totally. <laughs> Just like he's always done in the comics. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that Teen Titans run, though. <laughs> uh, that where when Bart reads
7: every book in the library. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, and, and, and they think. They think there's like a ghost because all the books are just shifting around. Yeah, and it's like right. he's moving it. He's he's reading all the books at super speed and like fuck you guys. Like, yeah, I'm a big kid. They made fun is, of him because he was so stupid, stuff.
0: and he was like, "All right, I'm gonna get smart." Bang, yeah,
2: done. And he can do <laughs> he can do what no other Flash can do is that he can re, he retained all that information. Oh damn. Yeah, like it, other Flashes have done that in the past, like speed read something to get some information, but it's, sure. it's fleeting; it goes away.
0: Yeah, Barrys do it all the time.
2: Uh, but yeah, Bart retained all the information. Wow. So throughout that run, he would like, like consistently, like just drop a bit of random
7: knowledge in a, in a given situation. it's, It's like tech talk. He just dropped like the details and specifics about the type of, you know, uh, the gun that the Deathstroke's using and, yeah, and all right. that stuff, like yeah, the little that's details.
0: Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I think it, those books.
2: I think those books are a great idea, and they're a they're a nice quality. I read the first Superman one by Tom King. I thought it was pretty decent.
0: I haven't read any of them yet.
2: Um, but yeah, I think I, I think if it gets, like you said, if it gets books in the hands of kids, right, uh, or like your wife is doing or could do, use them for education. I think it's a great thing.
0: Totally. I mean, like the first comic books that I picked up as a kid like new comics were at a quick shop and yep. an osco drug yeah i wasn't going to a comic store i mean my parents are like no we want you to be cool we want you to grow up and be successful and happy don't read comic books <laughs> and i was like screw you i'm gonna take drugs and read comics and look at me now i'm fine <laughs> yeah
7: my, the, when i was a like a junior high school we had two comic shops like within like I don't know, a 10th of a mile from each other. It was a real golden age. Yeah. Um, oh man. And the the cooler, like one of them was like a card shop that had comics, but the other one was like, it had candy and like to ceiling comics. Like, you know, like a real classic, awesome comic shop. And my mom hated to bring me there. And she would say, I'm not bringing you there. Cause it smells like drugs. And,
0: <laughs> yeah. <and laughs> comic shops used to be the worst, man. It was like a boy's locker room. They were so gross. Uh,
7: uh, now, my, I, I don't know what I don't know what drug she meant, but um, I just thought it, that's how she put it. It <laughs> smells like drugs, and I was like, okay, well, but what does that have to do with the comics? P C P.
0: It smells like P C P. Jazz, jazz
2: cigarettes, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> jazz cabbage. The, is what
7: <laughs> the guy that the guy that ran it looked like Alice Cooper, so it might have been a little harder than we. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. not <laughs> Uh
2: My cousin lived uh, it, when we were kids. My cousin lived three blocks down the hill from Ground Zero Comics in Bellevue. Uh, and we used to walk up there when I was hanging out at his house and it was wonderful. Uh, and then I would talk my parents into, uh, taking me there every once in a while. My dad walked in and swore never to take me back because they were playing D D. <laughs> uh, they were
0: shit straight evil, man. The, the floor was evil. covered
2: in tables and dudes were sitting around, uh, just kind of like staring at us cause we weren't there at a game. And it was kind of creepy and weird, even though I know D&D is perfectly harmless. Uh, These dudes were kind of side-eyeing us because we were in their space. (laughs) Uh, But yeah... but yeah, nowadays, you're lucky if you can find a, a, a good comic shop that uh, kind of bucks those stereotypes, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, to be I fair, mean, there's a I lot don't... more now. I think comic shops have opened up quite a bit and they realize, yeah, look.
2: stepped up their game. We want to
0: sell comics to women. We want to sell comics to adults. We want to sell comics to kids. Otherwise, we're going away. Grandmas. Yeah. We want to sell comics to your grandma. What were you going to say, Brian? Grandmas at play. <laughs>
7: Um, yeah, I mean, I I know my, my nearest shop is I think an hour away, which, and and I, you know, live outside of Boston, which I mean, in Boston, there's amazing, you know, there's a bunch of really great ones, but I'm, I'm like an hour outside of town or an hour and a half outside of Boston. And I have to go an hour to get to one. So, and it's a good store, but it's like, you know, I have to like make plans, like what's near there me to get like actually in a shop but yeah um that's why i do mostly like online um pre-ordering because i don't really have a choice but yeah um you know if, if walmart got trades and stuff i might buy them from there um but you know i mean they would only have big you know big name stuff but these are cool little packages of things and i know walmart's like you know bad but this is the way the this it's a nece- it's is. a necessary <laughs> evil.
0: If it's going to put comics <laughs> and, 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 in you know in the hands of kids, it's a necessary evil, and I'll take it. Well, and,
7: I mean, yeah. I need I need paper towels that are not going to cost me nine dollars at the supermarket. Totally. Right? Right. You know, I like I, I get it. Like that's kind of that's kind of the wor- the way the uh, the world works. So I go well, you know, I'm there, and while I'm there, let me go show DC that these books are pretty good, and people complain nonstop that they can't find them in the store, and I don't understand because there's a giant card area that has baseball cards and Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon and like just hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of packs of cards. And that's these where are the right comics are. are. Okay. Yeah, they're right go. there and, and they're by the register. It's like super easy. And so I swung by, got that, grabbed some paper towels because that's what we always need. And uh, <laughs> you know, some, some cold medicine for all the sick kids and uh, was in and out, but um, yeah, they're cool. I mean, the Batman one has um, hush, which is, Great. I think it spawned a lot of crappy stuff later. You did. But like you look through it. Didn't end well like, either though. It, it
0: didn't end well. When we found out who Hush was. Yeah, I mean
7: Yeah, I mean it's one of those things like it's it's the the crime of every story like that where there's a mysterious villain and right. here's someone from their past that you've never heard of before.
0: Yeah, that we just invented. Right, yeah. it's like, but it's totally not person. the villain, we it's, promise. It's, right. It's, it's actually it's, this guy. No, it's, it's not. It's the first guy.
2: It's like a crime show where a, a very famous actor shows up. Mm, it's like, oh, he's the killer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, like, obviously
0: it, he's just an now, extra.
7: It, am I guilty from yeah, am I, am, I too, am I guilty from too many, like watching too many tropes and, you know, just you know, that kind of TV and, and, stories like probably, but you know, you see it and you're like, Oh, Tommy Elliott's hush. Like, you know that from day one, they're like, wait, maybe it's not. It's like, no, it is. Cause you know, I've read more than three comics. There's yeah, no yeah exactly. Things, right. And, uh, exactly. You know, right.
0: Like Scott Lobdell, but Jim Lee, Jeff Loeb, Jeff Loeb, Jim, That's
7: uh, right. Jeff, Jeff Loeb. Loeb, but Jim Lee looks amazing. And the coloring's great. Um, and it's got in the, uh, the Superman one has the Tom King story, but also the Jeff, uh ed McGuinness, superman batman oh. the first arc oh Man. fun yes i love Which, it yeah it's awesome so it's stuff like that like it's big crazy ridiculous comics and it's awesome fun. and then i mean then they're you know, and then the uh, the Terrifics are in the back, which is kind of neat. Oh, well, that's the new cool. Yeah. Terrifics well, hey, we <laughs> got, I hate to cut you off, Brian, but we Listeners.
2: got another call
0: coming in here, man. Big news. Thank you for calling. Yeah, you. What? All Thanks, right. Brian. So, has hey, throwing
2: us money? You too. Yeah. Oh, my God. A lot. Ugh. A lot of money. Ooh. Frankly, it could have gone towards his Patreon, but uh, it's somebody you might be familiar with, a little friend of mine named Carl D. Smith. Never heard of him. A.K.A. Camarillo Brillo.
0: Oh, why didn't you say that in the first
2: place? That's right. He is the star of such illustrious podcasts as Make Eternia Great Again which is all about he-man and goad kicker and he has a new patreon where he is putting up all sorts of fun stuff to do with his writing and gaming adventures the url is patreon.com slash carl d smith and this is what you're going to be able to find there patron only access to full stories fun gaming events breaking news and even occasional swag Patrons pay as low as a buck a month. It's charged month to month. There's no long-term commitment. As with all patrons, you can come and go as you please. But it's not just for people that want to pay. There's also free content for public users, including updates and samples of projects that are in the works. Carl has three levels, he calls them, of his work. Uh, One is his all-ages level, where he's got projects like Draw Your Own Adventure and Bigfoot Jones. Uh, he's got uh, something that's appropriate for most ages. Horror books like <laughs> Most Ages. Most <laughs> Ages. Uh, his horror anthology, The Horror of Loon Lake, and uh, Be Careful What You Wish For. He also has Play Your Own Adventure, which is a line of game books, hex card based solo adventures, and full tabletop RPGs. Then he's got his Teen Plus stuff, only for grown ups kids. His horror books, The Darkness Out of Carthage, which is like Lovecraft meets the Punic Wars. It's fun stuff. Historical fiction. And he's got an upcoming fantasy series, Cardinal Fates. Go to the Patreon now. They're currently in the middle of a live playthrough of his first Play Your Own Adventure game book. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure-style branching path novella with RPG staples like character creation and dice rolling. All the money you throw to Carl goes exclusively towards leveling up his work. Being able to get his name out there, get uh, his promotion going, it includes uh, tabling at conventions, uh, being able to travel and set up at shows, and all the feedback and encouragement is appreciated and it's going to fuel his productivity guys. Carl's a great writer. He's, he's a, a cr-
0: great guy. He's a creative juggernaut.
2: He just, is seriously. a huge supporter of this show and he has been since
0: almost the beginning. He made just—he recently made a huge life choice to really chase this too. And like, honestly, I think it's absolutely worth throwing some money at this guy. Not just because he's a friend of ours, but because he's taking a chance. Okay, folks? Go throw some money at Carl Smith. He
2: quit his job. His family is in a disarray. He quit his job. He ditched his family. If Bigfoot <laughs> Jones isn't a hit,
0: it's your fault. That's right. When we find in the body of Carl Smith, it's your
2: fault. All right? <laughs> Patreon.com slash Carl
0: Smith. We'll have that right in the notes for this show. Absolutely. Well. Thank you, Carl, for your sponsorship. You're too goddamn sweet to us. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. caller. who it is. Yo, no, what's up? It's Ketnerd. Hey! Look at this, this is twice in one month, man! What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. <laughs> nice! What do what's we want to rap guys? about? What are you chatting about? Well, we were talking about our favorite horror artists in comics because it's almost Halloween. We were talking about The mm-hmm. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which just uh, popped up on Netflix the other night. And it's fucking excellent, and it's super dark and satanic, and you should watch it. And we're also talking about the question of the week, your favorite and least favorite comic book relationships.
2: Ooh. Oh. Uh, I don't like how you just winked at me when
0: you said that. We have a relationship. <laughs> oh, we like, have a comic uh, book like, relationship. I guess that's true. <laughs>
4: um, uh, I was thinking, well, you know what? which one I could never stand is um, I really hated... Guy Gardner and Ice. Because <laughs> yeah. guy, Gardner, guy Gardner sucks.
0: Yeah, why would you want... Okay, I love Guy Gardner. <laughs> I love Guy Gardner, but I agree Guy Gardner sucks. Like, he's a terrible <laughs> dude. Right. Why well, you would know, you date like, that guy?
4: <laughs> <laughs> but he was good to her. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 exactly. I, like, ice is such a nice
0: girl. Like, why would you date that guy? Right. He's a mook. <laughs> yeah, totally. He is a mook. And he's he got, like, that dumb bull haircut, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. And then he turned into an alien um, and turned his body parts into guns. And then he went to hell yeah. and now he's back yeah. And yeah. He's yeah. feeling much it's better. Made... <laughs> it's been a wild ride for guy. Gardner. Yeah, yeah. Guy had some real trouble for a while there.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That whole warrior phase. That was a, that was a bad, that oh, was man.
2: a bad look.
0: I would like to um, revisit that just to see how stupid it actually was. Because I make, I make fun of it a lot, but
2: <laughs> it's stupid. And I loved it at the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your favorite. What about your favorite comic uh, book relationship? Uh, uh, well, I mean like relationship, like,
4: I think when I heard the question, it was like comic book hookups because I do really like the Hulk and Thor stuff going on in Avengers. I think that's, that's really cute and like fun and funny. Let me like, ask you. Them. I mean, like,
0: do you like the way it's that they're drawing She-Hulk right now?
4: Um, but that's I a, that's a thing that she, happened I, to her. I, yeah, like I'm, I'm okay with it. Uh, I, I, but I came in to She-Hulk with like John Byrne. Right. She-Hulk.
6: I love John Byrne hulk I think he's like...
4: That's, that's like the iconic She-Hulk for me. So, so I don't know, like I am interested in this direction where she like has a more traditional like Hulk you know, sort of
0: relationship with her alter ego. I don't have a I, problem with that. I, I, it's, I have a problem with Ed McGinnis like, right now. He's just a little oh, I, I just, too Ed McGinnis for me right now.
4: I just don't. I just don't like Ed McGinnis. Period. You know what I mean? Like, hon- <laughs> like honestly, like I'm just not into his like
6: muscled everyone.
0: I used to love uh, him. I used to adore Ed McGinnis, and I feel like as his style has evolved, I have liked it less and less, and now I barely need it. Now it's like almost Joe Maderia ridiculous you know and i can barely
4: yeah remember. yeah yeah the exaggeration is yeah like the art has not been i mean when he was the issues i've read of avengers where he's not on it i've preferred
0: okay uh, Yeah, david
2: marquez is the new artist
0: yeah and marquez kills yeah. it looks great
4: yeah yeah that stuff looks awesome so yeah like i don't have like such an opinion because because for me like he draws the whole way he draws everyone else he just draws like beefy ass people yeah <laughs> like, totally um, yeah <laughs> um but uh, but I do like that one. Uh, I mean, if it's just like couples, I mean, I'm a sucker for Peter and MJ. Of course, I'm a sucker for Scott Scott Free and Barta. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more like sort of like hookup, uh, like shorter relationships, I kind of liked in, uh, when BM Bendis had uh, Peter Parker and uh, Kitty Pride date in the in the Ultimates. I uh, did. I thought that was kind of a, I a did cute.
0: Not. In Ultimate Spider Man, that was I so don't cute. Care. Why? Because no. No, no, no. Why? <laughs> because Peter Parker has one girlfriend, okay? That's that, they it. They were on a break. <laughs> right. They were on a break. I'll give you that. They were on a break. They has yeah, a very And Kitty has one boyfriend, situation. Star-Lord. Everybody knows that. <laughs> that was <laughs> the yeah, iconic Yeah, man. iconic the kind of Kitty and Star-Lord boyfriend. relationship that we all love. And it re- I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. Of course, it was Pete Wisdom, right? Of yeah, course. yeah, Pete Wisdom <laughs>
2: with, yeah, with, yeah, his, yeah. with his hot knives. <laughs> well, she really likes she really likes Pete. She really has. A thing yeah, for she's a thing for yeah, she's got a thing for Pete.
4: She's got a thing for
0: Peters. Yep. Yeah. Um, hey. Um, you, know, you
4: know, you know what? Uh, what, I, what I've nerded out recently on is the third season of Daredevil. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. So that's like the because ah. uh, I didn't, I didn't a little bit last week, but, but I got through it. Man, Return to four. Like, I still think that through all the seasons of all the Netflix shows, it's the only one that's like...
0: Well, you're cutting out. I'm losing you. Cat nerd, come back.
4: I'm, I'm still here. No, there you no, no go. I'm okay. not using my headset. I'm just, I'm walking my dog and I'm picking up... Tortellini.
0: Okay. Your dog's <laughs> name is Tortellini? Yeah. I'm,
4: he's amazing. Yeah, Tortellini. Wow. Yeah, he's, he's, pretty, he's pretty great. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah, a hell of no, a really I no, but I really thought, I thought that the new uh,
2: Daredevil was really, really good. It
0: was wonderful it was wonderful uh, so
2: we've all finished it right you no, finished it no no
0: no i've got two uh, i have got 2 oh, i okay. have
2: oh,
3: it ended oh, on God. such a
2: great note it ends in such a great way like if they didn't bring it back if if netflix said no more daredevil i would be fine cuz it ends on such a great positive promising closing nice netflix yeah. is
0: about to say no more daredevil
2: yeah and so what i read what i read about that was it's not so much creative uh differences it's that they're trying to get away from yeah, original it... programming that is not developed by them
0: because they know they're going to lose okay. it yeah. when they do it gets they help it get really popular and then it moves well, to its own streaming well, service so they're like yeah. go well, screw then, please,
4: yeah <laughs> then, then please then please give me a heroes for hire show a new season of daredevil And more Jessica Jones on a Netflix streaming app, and or 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 on the Marvel
0: the Disney app. It's going to be on the Disney one, without a doubt.
4: Very happy. Absolutely, me too. And they definitely need to fold into Heroes for Hire because on both those shows, it's fucking daughters of the dragon that carry both of those. I know it's true, absolutely. But
0: please recast Danny. Just do it. Recast him. I don't care. You can say that everything yeah. happened. Tell me those the first two seasons count. I don't give a shit. Just recasting. Right, right, right. That guy they can't just, just, do the they job. Just, they
4: just need a more charismatic dude. They yes, can't do the job. I, I and get the, get the
0: people beat. that do the fight scenes on Daredevil to do the damn fight scenes on Iron Fist. Because yeah. somehow, um, yeah. their Daredevil fight scenes are unstoppably brutal and amazing. And the Iron Fist <laughs> yep. fight scenes look like old school Wonder Woman TV fight scenes. You know? like It's <laughs> yeah. just Linda Carter. Like, you know what? How diddle you know? No, I will say.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, it, it's a you know what they if they could fucking bump out Terrence Howard and and give us Don Cheadle and every and everyone's happy. Like, yeah, yeah, they, they absolutely they, they change sure. they change networks and you know it's on this app now. Yeah, just now switch Dan
0: it up. You happy. can even make a joke about it, Danny. Did you cut your hair? You look different, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, like <laughs> right. uh, I'm, trying I'm trying a new totally, look. Totally, totally. Ah, I'll, I'll tell
2: you what though. I was on such a high after the end of Daredevil that I immediately went back and finished season two of Iron Fist, and it does end on a pretty fun cliffhanger. So it does. It yeah. does. like the season two
0: of Iron Fist and Luke Cage were both better. I, I like you know Absolutely. what I mean. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Luke Cage season two was stronger. fucking fantastic. Like just yeah, straight really, fantastic. I,
2: It'll be yeah, a, it'll like be a they, shame if, if we don't see those characters again. We will. Somehow. We will.
0: They know what they're doing. Marvel's yeah. bringing everything back oh. in-house. Netflix doesn't want to pump up anything that's not theirs because they're not doing themselves and any please, favor. I totally just, get
4: it. Just pre- please give me a scene with fucking Matt Murdock on a roof with Spider-Man in some way, shape, or form.
2: Yeah. That needs
0: to I don't think you'll see it, buddy. In my
2: life.
4: You know, I don't think
0: you're going to see or, it. Uh,
2: maybe, you know, maybe no. when, uh, when all this stuff comes back to Marvel... Sony our, is still its own
0: deal, though. Sony is still its own deal with the Avengers and the Avengers only. But Spider-Man so was in Captain America: The Avengers? Captain America is part of the Avengers. They can only yeah, do the sure. Avengers. You know what?
2: Luke Cage was an Avenger.
0: Yeah, but not in the movie. So was, was not Iron Fist. So works. was Daredevil. Yeah. This is this is the business of so com- the business New of Avengers. comics getting in the way of my comics, and I hate when that shit happens. <laughs> I hate it. You know, God damn it, Sony.
2: Just give it to him. Listen, em. Matt, you don't know anything about the legalities between all these companies, and neither do I. Mm. All we're doing is speculating.
0: No, we're, we know the deal. They've made it very apparent. That's why he can be, Spidey can't be in Venom. They wouldn't even let uh. Spider-Man appear in Venom because of this deal. Spider-Man cannot appear in any of the Spidey Universe spin-off stuff. They have to be standalone films because they can only use Spider-Man. I don't think that's true. That's absolutely true. That's why they changed Venom. I don't think that's true. Yes. It's anyway. absolutely true. Anyway.
4: Anyway. I, 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 anyway. Uh, <laughs> oh, but before I go, and, and I guess, like, I, ironically, like, if the question's about uh, hookups, I, like, uh, uh, this summer, uh, Matt, I went on a date with an old friend of yours that I forgot to mention. Who? To who you. Who's this? Uh, Jenny from Neighborhood Brats.
0: Jenny. Oh, my God.
4: Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a name I haven't thought about in a very long time.
4: I was, I was well, she said to say hi. Okay. So I was, like, I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm into those comic book stuff. And I mentioned your, I mentioned Two nerds, and she, she's like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm from Omaha, like, and I was like, do you know, these guys, they're like, this dude, this dude has some, like, hardcore roots. And she was like, yes, yes, I do.
0: Yeah. Tell her I said hello. It's been a very long time. I she's will. She's doing yeah. well.
2: Um, Jenny from
4: Neighborhood well, Brats. The-
0: yeah, <laughs> from Neighborhood Brats. <laughs>
2: I like. To, I call them Neighborhood Neighbor- Brats. Neighborhood-,
0: <laughs> neighborhood-, neighborhood Brats. Neighborhood
4: Brats. It's neighborhood brats. It's, a, it's a total like like hot dog themed delicious it's, a, it's yeah. a German yeah, hardcore okay. first of
0: all don't you ever yeah. call a brat a hot dog again or I'll slap <laughs> your face Jim okay <laughs> <laughs> we take this shit seriously in Nebraska alright right. Right. I know
4: I know I know I'm in like vegan Portlandia yeah so okay
0: I, 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 you just you just stick with your seitan alright <laughs> Jim I love you I gotta hang up with you we got another call coming in that's cool yeah thanks talking, Ken. guys. take it easy Thank you for calling. THN cover to cover caller. Who this? Tweety Dee Dee Beat.
5: Good morning, gentlemen. Good David Robbins calling. morning, David hey, Robbins. Right.
0: David Hello. Rockin' Robbins. That's right. There he is. Yeah. What do you want to rap about today, Mr. Robbins?
5: Well, first of all, uh, guys, uh, I've been away for a while. You uh, have happy belated 500.
0: Thank you, sir. Thank you. Appreciate that. It seems like purr, four episodes ago. Ugh. I know I know. the time flies so fast. What can you do? It's true. It's true.
5: Uh, I've been busy making content here in town, doing uh, a bunch of theater stuff and life got away from me and uh, have not been able to call in, but I want to make sure to give you guys that, uh, that congratulations. I appreciate, that. Yeah. appreciate that. Appreciate that. Thank you're you. Quite welcome. What's your, th- um, so question,
0: question of the week, hit us question of the week.
5: Okay. Um, for my favorite, uh, romantic pairing and comics, um, I have to go uh,
0: Shadow Cat and Colossus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You stole mine, but yeah. that's okay. It's the sweetest, and they won't let them be together. Why? No. Why? No, it, it,
5: <laughs> even, even more so than, than the, 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 the beautiful relationship between the two of them, I love the things that they do with Kitty that only if you know Jewish tradition yes. that you get it. Yes. Like, when, when Colossus originally uh, got killed by a legacy virus, uh, when he cured it, uh, spoilers, um, <laughs> the, the, uh, the Yard candle. Yeah. Like, that was amazing. Like, you had no idea what it was unless you knew what it was.
0: Yeah. Kitty, and, uh, you know, one I- of the only, like, straight-up, openly Jewish characters in yes, comics that I absolutely. can think of. Like, she celebrated Hanukkah and some issues and shit. You know, like, yeah. she celebrated. She talked about Yom Kippur and, like, her family. She wears yeah. a Star of David Yeah, necklace. like, oh, straight up, like, Ben Grimm, also Jewish, but you don't hear him, like,
2: oh. You know what? And w- something I didn't realize is that the idea of Ben Grimm being Jewish is, like, pretty modern. It's a pretty recent idea. Yes. It's yeah. not from his original character.
0: No, it's not old school. Yeah. And he's not no. even fully Jewish. He's Jewish on his dad's side, I think. It was the joke they made or something like that? Like I don't know. Yeah.
5: So he, so he's not a Jew. He's Jewish. Yeah. He's Jewish. Yeah. It's
0: funny. He doesn't look Jewish. You know. He's made of rocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, Peter, uh, Peter right. and Kitty. Least definitely. favorite. Least favorite. Let's get into it.
5: Le- least favorite. Um, and uh, I mean, you guys know what a big Buffy fan I am. Uh, I have to go. Least favorite: Xander and Dawn. Yeah.
2: Oh! Yeah, gross. yeah, because it's gross, creepy. It's kind of
5: it, 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 it's creepy, and and like taking away the fact that she is not a human being. Yeah, and she's is a not real, mystical ball
0: of energy, mm-hmm. yeah. and
5: you know was made and created. It's still gross. Yeah, it's still creepy, yep. and it's just it's a weird
0: like Xander development used to babysit that, her. He babysat yeah.
5: her. Gross. Yeah, even if <laughs> even if you look, if you look, season five. When Michelle Trachtenberg first showed up and Dander is essentially a sophomore in college, even though he's not going to school. Yeah. Yeah. He's a carpenter. And she's like 12.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
5: know, it's... It's
0: Uh it's Problematic.
5: It's it's, it's different if you have a May-December with people who met as adults. Right. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. But sure. when you watch the person grow up. Right. And you're like, it's just weird. Or if like
0: you were their third grade teacher or something like,
5: hey, <laughs> yeah, yuck. yeah, that's not OK. <laughs> yeah, it's just super weird. It's just super weird. I mean, they've done some sweet things with the two of them, but it's just super weird.
0: Yeah. Not to mention the fact she's not a person shall we not yeah. forget that she's not a person. <laughs> yeah, she's conjured. You yeah. fell in love with a conjured idea, basically. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sorry, that's always bad news. It's just never, it's never gonna yeah. work out okay. Like, it's not like, oh yeah, and then she figured out she was a lesbian and she left me. No. It's one day it's gonna be like, oh, turns out she was a magical creature that doesn't actually exist, and I got killed by yeah. demons, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like, the magic ran out and yep. she faded. Yeah, She or faded out, or reality. Or, like, yeah. She just, like, the polar, she disappeared from the Polaroid. I you hate know? Dawn.
2: I- well, and, and- I hate that character.
0: I, I hate Don too. That actually... I never cared what, about what, Dawn.
5: Uh, what Joe actually said, that happened. When they had oh, yeah. the whole thing in season eight, with the key, uh, or with uh, the seed being destroyed, and all magic leaving, Dawn vanished. Yeah. Shit, you're right, I forgot. And yeah. Yeah, it, so it's super weird. They should have and, forgotten and just, her.
0: Yeah, at that point, just be like, gone. Yeah, yeah their, their memories should have gone yeah, away, too. or not even their memories. They could be yeah. sad, like, oh, man, but I guess that's what you get for falling in love with a magic hologram, essentially, or whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> man,
5: so, that's, a, that's a good, bad of, answer. Yeah, speaking of Buffy, though, um, I have feelings, and I don't know how I feel yet, about the Boom Studios' relaunch of Buffy.
2: Same here.
0: Well, it's not just gonna okay, be the Boom so, Studios relaunch of Buffy. It's gonna be a full-on TV relaunch but of But the,
2: the TV, the, the show TV, the is a is new a, character, right? Uh, this well, is, the TV is a continuation. It's like a right. Buffy the Next Generation, right. if you, for
5: for lack of a better
0: term. And this comic so book it's
2: tied it, to the original. The comic book is rebooting the original Buffy as though it, in, it, in modern, it, really? like modern times, in modern times, Spider yeah. That's yeah. what
0: it's doing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Because oh, the cover it's rebooting the, Buffy and Giles and Xander.
0: Yeah. That is stupid. The
2: cover is Sarah Michelle Geller, like a drawing or a painting of right. Sarah Michelle Geller in front of the Sunnydale High, holding an iPhone.
0: See, I thought for sure this yeah. was going to be.
2: No, no, it's not tied to the
5: new No, show. This, no this is a separate shit. thing.
2: It, yeah, it's super. Like,
5: I, I, am okay with telling more stories of Buffy in high school because Joss always said that's what he wanted to do with the cartoon. Right, just revisit and, it, and, and the animated series that never happened is that yeah. there were more stories in like high school tales and there, there was a series. Buffy, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I don't have a problem with that at all. It's. I I don't know how I feel about going back to the well. And it might be like like Ultimate Spider-Man where it's absolutely awesome, where we get a new Uh, take uh, a new
0: story version. But even that, I mean, even Ultimate Spider-Man was subtly different and led to a whole new character. And you know what I mean? And also,
2: we're not that far removed from the original Buffy. So it's not like... How different can it possibly be? They all have iPads. Well, okay. Well, the other There's side no. of this, the
0: other side well, of this is, I don't know if this works. Buffy is a thing that we loved in its time. It was very nineties. It was awesome. Everybody like that fell in love with it, fell in love with it. And when we think about it, we think about it in that time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, there wasn't yeah, anything I, I, like, I would I need, but I don't know if Buffy works. For a I new group of, of kids and shit. Like, are they going to get that does. same thing?
2: Be- let David make his point. Well, we, we still, we still have David the horror movie cool. trope
5: of the, the, the girl that looks like they're the, supposed to be the victim that turns around and being the one that kicks ass. Sure. I mean, that's still, that's still a genre-defying uh, thing. And using that construct of uh, high school is a metaphor for hell... And, you know, that, that, I think all of that still works. It's just, I, I have a big problem with the, with modern, uh, horror icon or modern horror stories in the first place, because the first thing you have to do in any modern story that we never had to deal with in the eighties is, oh, I have no sing- signal. Oh, my phone's broken. Yeah. You have to figure out a way how to get that connectivity away from the subject yeah, of right, the story. Right. And, and that never had to be dealt with. And now it is a mandatory thing that you must put in the story or people automatically are saying, well, why don't they just, just text them? Why don't right. they just pull out their phone? Right. Absolutely. They, they have to, you have to pull that piece out. And it, it makes me nervous about it. The fact that that cover picture that, that Joe mentioned is her holding a steak and an iPhone in front of Sunnydale high. Yeah. it, 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 it immediately gives you the time period. It immediately gives you the character, but it makes me go, okay, how does this work? Right. I mean, even in, even in season one, we had, if the apocalypse comes beat me, but that was, she's reachable. Yeah. She's reachable. It's not, she's connected to everybody. And that's, that's the weird thing to me is how do we make that? So she doesn't immediately get a note that this is a trap that the, that the master's putting up that uh, you need to get to the school now because right. zombies are attacking They're just calendar, texting each you know, other and where, whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: Where, where? how do you get deal with all of that? Well, and okay, to the point I was trying to make, when Buffy did it back in the day, there wasn't a lot of that stuff going on. There was not right. a lot of empowered female characters, so she instantly became iconic. Now kids today have a ton, and this new Buffy is just going to be another one, and I don't know how they're going to separate that and make it special.
2: Yeah, but the disparity but is still... In- Overwhelmingly in favor of male heroes. So, oh, sure. It I'm is. not
0: saying we have too many or anything yeah. like that. I'm and just saying how you're going to separate I don't, I don't, and make it as special. As
2: I don't think there's anything about the concept behind Buffy the Vampire Slayer that's dated. It's all going to come down to execution. Yeah. And we're not going to know that until the book comes out.
0: I'm way more excited to see a continuation of older Buffy yeah. teaching a younger Slayer. Me too. That's way more like, exciting.
2: But yeah, I'm I, excited about both of
5: them. I'm excited about both of them. But, you know, it's, we don't know how, the, the, how this, this retelling, because it's, we still get to picture young Sarah Michelle Geller, young Alison Hannigan, uh, you know, Anthony Stewart Head. We get to put those people in the roles in the comics. Right. Um, but, you know, we, we don't know what this new one is going to be, except that maybe Sarah is the Giles type character. We don't know. And for God's sakes, give Nicholas Brendan a job and keep him off booze. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you, you know, for, for God's sakes, help the guy out. Keep him <laughs> busy for crying out loud. But, but I, like going off of that, I mean, we don't we don't know it like if the audience is there for it. I think the execution will go. But Wayward Sisters couldn't get traction as a off of Supernatural, and yeah. I think that backdoor pilot was great. I, yeah, do
2: too. I did too. That was cool, and I liked those characters. Yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, and I,
5: I was all in. I was all in favor of watching that series and it just didn't get picked up. Well, we have you a, know, it's, it's, well, there's
0: a glut of this stuff right now, and only the really good stuff rises to the top, unfortunately. Yeah. And I don't know.
2: But yeah. I'm, I'm with you, though. When I heard that they were putting out a new Buffy comic, I was like, okay, well, yeah, we knew that the license was going somewhere. Sure. And then I saw the cover. Yeah. And I was a little deflated. Yeah,
0: I don't need updated Buffy. I don't need I, that at all. Just yeah. just keep telling me Buffy stories or tell me Buffy stories in the past or mix the yeah. two. Buffy with this new Slayer telling stories from her past that we may not know about right. to teach her shit well, at, there, in the late 90s, some, early 2000s, you know?
5: There are some great novels from the original run that are stories. They're like anthology books of stories of Slayers from the past. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, you actually get an entire story of Spike and Drew taking out the Slayer from the Boxer
6: Rebellion. Oh, cool! And
5: yeah, there's (laughs) there's an there's an there's an entire novel that's uh, Spike and Drew uh, in old timey London called Pretty Maids All in a Row. Oh, that is an excellent read. It is an excellent
0: read. I love Drew so much. Spike and Drew is one of my favorite relationships. They're <laughs> adorable.
2: You know what? I even liked it when Spike and Buffy got together. <laughs>
0: uh, I did too, but I was just like, you don't love him. Come
2: on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look,
0: you love Angel. <laughs> 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 They can never be together. I know, I know. But why uh, was so the, sweet.
5: But still, the most tragic relationship on that entire show was Willow and Tara. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. All right, I got another call coming in, and it's freaking out. I gotta let you go, David, but it's good to scream about Buffy with you. Absolutely. Talk Thanks, to you guys. later, brother. Hi, David. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. caller. Who this? What's up, nerds? It's Phil Lee. What's going on, hey. Phil? How you doing, How's man? It's your boy, Phil. What's going on? Oh, we're just chilling. We're talking about comic book relationships. We're talking about horror artists. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. What do you want to talk about, though, more importantly?
1: Oh, I want to chip on a on question. Uh, my favorite couple is no longer uh, together. It was uh,
0: T'Challa and Storm. I did like I that. they made a great I, pairing. I did like that. I remember we all hated it at first. We're like, oh, I see. They're getting married because they're black. What? I mean, like, right. come they, on. They,
1: they kind of threw it together. <laughs> they didn't kind it. it together. It, it was, was my like problem. somebody woke up. Yeah. Yeah. It's like somebody woke up one morning. And was like, oh, like why didn't we do this
2: like
0: sooner? The,
1: the characters did not
2: actually
0: have a long history. <laughs> they definitely did not of knowing each other. other. Yeah. They definitely no, didn't. But no. I did like it. I would have liked to have happened.
1: seen a a, a subtler uh, build up to it. Yeah. You know yeah. What I'm saying like maybe drop some hints of it in X-Men on a storyline. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. Do something yeah. In, Instead in of Black just Klan
0: Klanther, like, do some crossovers. Oh, we men. bumped into each <laughs> other in one issue. Now we're getting right. married. Like, Whoa, Hey, it would have been nice if it had <laughs> been a little more, more planning behind it. Yeah. But, but it, I did like uh, her as I the think queen. It put them in yeah. a great
1: position. Right. In the, uh, in the universe. You know what I'm saying? These two ultra powerful characters paired up from these kind of separate families of
0: the, uh, Totally, but yeah, I almost like the relationship get, uh, more now that they're separate, and they sort mm. of like they remember their time together, and they talk about their mm. time together and stuff, uh-huh. and like why didn't. We, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's like mm. because a lot most of these other like superhero hookups are just like it happened and it's gone, whatever. Storm still sure, kind of longs sure. for this dude, and he still kind of mm. longs for her, and I I kind of dig it.
1: I also like, I like it. that it leaves it open. Yeah, I, I
0: also like it when.
2: uh like, f- you put it, Phil, characters from different uh, families right. come together. Yeah. Like, right. an Avenger marrying I mean, an X-Man or yeah. you know, whatever. Right,
1: exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's, exactly. It's always fun. It ties those two uh, together in another way. You got the Beast, uh, of course, as a link, but then having that would have been a, a little extra. Uh, like,
2: Beast and Wonder Man being best friends is, like, yeah. one, right. my, one of right. my favorite right. things. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I totally exactly. loved
0: that. They were, like, one of my favorite buddies. Yep. Totally. Least favorite. Which Least one do you hate?
1: Favorite? Uh, Listen, uh, Gambit and Rogue.
0: Yep. Ah. Uh, yes. Terrible. I am Terrible. so tired of that fake, just like, oh, it's so sad he can't kiss her. Oh, mon cherie. They got around that. I, I love you well, so that, much. That's the real, real like, problem, oh, right? Sugar. Oh, sugar. Like, once don't you get to the theme together,
1: <laughs> you got two of the worst accents in comics. Yes. Blah,
2: blah, blah, blah. Yes. Blah,
0: blah,
1: blah. <laughs> that's only when God. Chris
2: Claremont's writing them. I hate. Rogue and Gambit. Oh, I, I love Rogue and Gambit. That relationship. Whatever. Oh God, how could you? Whatever. Mister and Mrs. X. Even though it's a very bad name for a comic oh book, God. is a very good comic book. Terrible.
0: Such a stupid oh name God. for a comic book. See how could it be? How can you read it? Yeah, I just don't care. I don't know that, sugar. law. <laughs> that was Your Rogue was wonderful, Phil. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. I've been working on it. That was really good. Uh, It was really good.
1: (laughs) Oh, hey, uh, time for weekly uh, America Horror Story Chat.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me, hit me. I just watched the latest episode last night. It was fucking Ah. gnarly. They brought in all this voodoo shit. Papa Legba showed up and shit. What's up? Oh, Oh. oh, it was scary. (laughs)
1: All right, Matt. All right, so I'm back on the show, right? I've been skipping seasons. I watched my first run. I watched the first season. Yeah. I saw the witchy season, skipped around here and there, but I missed most of the season. So i have going back and watch. Uh, hotel asylum. was
0: good. Asylum was good. Uh, Freak I have not show. seen Hotel.
1: Hotel was good. I haven't seen fun. anything from from four on. I've seen one through four. Okay. And then this uh, newest one, I'm trying to catch on. Uh, Roanoke Hotel bored me. I got out of the hotel.
0: I Fair enough. I thought cold. it ended really well. I thought it started a little slow, and then it picked yeah, up, it and wow, me. it got good. So I just I bounced out. But anyway.
1: Now, I've
0: watched it a few times. Uh What the fuck is going on? I don't know, dude. I, I still don't know. And every <laughs> time I start to know, every time I think, I'm like, man, I can't believe they killed that character. I'm like, oh, but the character's back. Right. Oh, but it's a different character. or well, I'm talking about or, big picture, right? Is it the same? Because it's obviously character. a big picture. Yeah, it's no. A big picture. That's the other now, what, thing. But what it's the like, hell? We knew about this before the apocalypse, and I don't want to give anything away. But, yeah,
1: but we, I remember they were hinting that this all was supposed to be connected, but it never seemed connected. It was all over right, the place. Right, right. Now you're starting to see ties.
0: Yeah, and they're so saying that this is the plan from day one. Is, I don't buy that at I all.
1: And I hate to spoil it for anybody if it turns out this way, but here's my theory. Okay. We're watching the war between heaven and hell, and they're playing it out through these ponds. Each season is a different timeline. You notice they keep popping up the years for us, thankfully. Okay. So you can keep track of the time. Uh, it's all in the same timeline. It's not alternate universes or anything like that. This is all in our, or their reality.
0: Okay. I see you working uh, And what here. we're
1: watching is a war between heaven and hell played out between these characters. They've selected these. They, they've mentioned a few times about people being chosen. You've been chosen in the first season for yeah. the house and all this other, other stuff. You keep hearing that word. So I think that's what's going on. That could be. That very well uh, could be and that would
0: explain to be the
1: main
0: tie. Right. That would explain why these characters keep popping up in different roles because right. they are pawns uh, in this war or whatever. That very well right. could be. Right.
2: And like- and it is called Apocalypse.
0: Well, yeah. But it's called Apocalypse because the show opens with a nuclear apocalypse. Well, yeah, right. man. That's more biblical than I'm that. But that could, that could be that the misnomer. That could be like, that it's like, yeah, we call it the apocalypse. It said after the nuclear apocalypse, but that's not the real apocalypse. Ah! Right. <laughs>
1: I noticed they're playing with a couple other things. They got the zombies in there, Yeah. Uh, kind of in you know, a slick way. I didn't really realize they were talking about zombies until I was like, oh, wait a minute,
0: yeah. they're talking about zombies. Same here. I was like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. These are like weird, creepy Haitian voodoo zombies. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great show, and I truly yeah. love it. Phil, we got to get out of here, though. We're running out of time.
1: All man. right, brother. Yeah.
0: Always good to talk to you. Take care, oh, Phil. Yeah. Later our favorite relationships. Let's do All right.
2: It. You know what? I'm Let's having a hard it. time deciding on my favorite.
0: I like I really love Superman and Lois. I I think we should take Superman and Lois and spidey and Mary Jane off the board for us. Yeah, that's kind of where my head was we've at. We've gushed about that that's too. That's kind of
2: where my head was at. Yeah. Um all right. Well, then my favorite is going to be Sue and Ralph Dibney Okay. From DC Comics. That's the a good elongated one. man and his wife. That's a good one. Uh they're not not touching on what happened to them in the end. Uh their relationship was like a like a beam of positive light that radiated through DC and every book that they were in. I love that wherever Ralph was, Sue was there with him. So when Ralph joined the Justice League Europe, yep, Sue's on the team too or at least in a support capacity. Yeah. Um uh I, I just love it. I love it. I love happy married couples uh like Scott and Barda. Sure. I just, and I don't know why. Tom King, we Scott and Barda. Them.
0: Tom King, Scott and Barda, the way that he has written them is just simply wonderful. Because it's like Barda is the strong one, the smart one, the confident one. And Scott is like needs her, like needs yeah. her guidance and like needs her. And is like, it's such a precious story. I love it. Absolutely love it. But my favorite, I'm picking one because you don't see this very often. And it's villain couples. You don't yeah, right. yeah, a yeah. lot of villain couples that are like truly in love. They're bad. They do bad shit. But they love each other. Yes. The Absorbing Man and Titana. <laughs> they have always had... Such a sweet relationship. Yeah. Like, for as long as I can remember. That's really great, yeah. Yeah, and she'd be that. like, get your hands off my man, you know, and he'd be like, i got to get out of here and help the Titana. They threw me back in prison, you know, like, but like <laughs> I love you, baby! You know, like, they always had this ridiculous, like, criminals-on-the-run relationship. <laughs> And they truly loved each other. Yeah. It was always so sweet. <laughs> that's a good answer. I love those guys. You don't see uh, enough of that. I mean, like, there's villains that, like, you know, like, the Submariner's been in love with Sue Storm for a long time and shit. And that's sure, complicated yeah. and weird, not necessarily reciprocated. But, like, you don't, you just don't see that. Like, villains in love. Yeah. And I really liked that they were, like, full-on, like, we're not only are we supervillains and we're professional criminals... We love each other.
2: <laughs> it's great. Yeah, Ethan Harrison in the chat says, Marco and Alana from Saga. Uh,
0: oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Such a realistic couple uh, with the ups and downs of their relationship. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, least favorite.
0: Least favorite. My knee jerk is Rogue and Gambit. Um, but that's just, like, dumb. You know, like, I'm trying to think of one that, like, this did not work. This was a stupid idea. I got it. I've got one. What's yours? Go ahead. Uh, Gwen
2: Stacy and Norman Osborn.
0: Yeah, I mean that's just the dumbest shit in the world.
2: <laughs> it's I can't think of a more boneheaded direction to take a character. That's
0: yeah, just stupid.
2: Then direct retroactively say that Gwen Stacy, before she died, had an affair. Yeah, with. Her boyfriend's best friend's dad. <laughs> and then had to run away to Paris to secretly have twin she babies. got knocked up, man. What do you do?
0: You got to get out. Get across the pond. To have those kids, you know? Yeah.
2: And then they grew up super accelerated aging and became green goblins. Yeah. It, it, or gray goblins, I guess. Uh, yeah. It's idiotic. It's yeah. idiotic.
0: It's stupid. It's really stupid. <sighs> my least favorite. I think my least favorite was probably... When they had Spider Man dating, wasn't the Black Cat? Who was it? Oh no, it wasn't. So yeah, it was the Black? No, who was it? It was right after this, like the, right after they ended the marriage and everything. I can't remember the first uh relationship he had that just pissed me off so bad. Oh was, gosh,
2: I don't even remember. I kind of blacked that's that. That's not.
0: That's not even my least favorite. I have so many that I fucking hate. I was gonna go with Rogan Gambit just because I'm so sick of their their dumb shit and the faux sadness behind it and it's just just so stupid. Um, Kitty and Colossus is definitely another one of my favorites though.
2: Another great one uh, that it didn't actually go anywhere but I really loved it uh, during Joe Kelly's run on JLA where it looked like Batman and Wonder Woman were kind of headed towards a relationship.
0: Yeah, that was kind of cute.
2: And they ultimately decided that like you know, it would never, we know it would never work because you're Batman. Uh, and like, I just loved the idea of that. And it was so sweet. They
0: were so sweet to each other. Yeah. Uh, Superman and Wonder Woman is definitely way up there for one that I hate. I hated that.
2: I hated it. It's just it. stupid.
0: And it's such an easy answer. Right. It's like, it's like for shit that, like, you don't know shit about comics. That's why you think Superman should be with Wonder Woman, because you're an idiot. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, that's why. Oops. And then they tried to do that. Yeah. And not only that, but they built, you know what? Superman and Wonder Woman is my answer. And here's why. Because they built that whole injustice world. Over the fact that Superman was jealous of the fact that Batman started dating Wonder Woman after she broke up with him.
2: I thought it was because Lois died.
0: Lois died, yeah. But then he felt like got into it with Wonder Woman. And then Batman stole her away, And he was like, you don't take my girlfriend. Oh, so fucking dumb. So dumb. <laughs> Superman turns evil because Wonder Woman dumped him? Fuck off. God. Was he a high school kid? That is just stupid. They should have a panel of him, like, writing really bad poetry and cutting himself or something. You know, like, <laughs> Using pieces of his spaceship to Why cut do himself? you make me hurt myself, baby? Thing. Yeah. I just want to love you. <laughs> all right, all right. Thanos and death. That's another one I always hated. God, I was just dumb. Oh, she was just stringing him along. Yeah, but it's just stupid. Like, you're a space titan, man. You're, like, you should be beyond this. Like, yeah, I really like how they, what, what they do did in the movie. What do you mean she's above him? Definitely. She's a cosmic deity. I get that, but like you're in love with her? Like why? Is it cuz she looks good in the blue cloak? What? I mean, <laughs> come on, man. All right, all right. Stupid.
2: You're reaching for straws here. Let's wrap it up.
0: All right, we got a new question we got to introduce before we get out of here.
2: All right. It's in the
0: script.
2: Yep. The new question of the week comes from new guy via the THN forums. Matt and I are suffering. Our favorite corn-themed sports ball team has hit a rough patch, and holy shiz, they suck.
0: Of course, he's talking about the Nebraska ladies' volleyball team.
2: (laughs) Yeah. A new group has taken over, and I think they can rebuild, but it's a tough road to hoe, mountain to climb, and other such idioms and cliches. Right now, we need some goddamn hope. It's true. We look to comics for inspiration, and I'm looking to you nerds for solace. So, which creative team do you think has engineered the greatest turnaround in comics? What person or team took a character or book from the lowest Liefeldian lows to the highest Kirby highs? So, in other words, we're looking for creative teams that have come on to a book that was tanking. Turned it all around. In either quality or sales or probably both.
0: Right. And turned it around completely. It could be a run too big. Maybe they just followed a super shitty run of something where you're just yeah. like, God, they have ruined this. And then somebody came and went, nope, don't worry. Everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love it. Those who turned it around. All right. We're going to have the Halloween spooktacular hitting this Wednesday. Super excited for that. Uh, Have a happy Halloween weekend. I'm sure everybody's freaking out this weekend because it's on Wednesday. Be safe. Take care of each other. And if you're going to dress like a naughty fire hydrant, don't let anybody treat you like one. Okay? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right now, we got to get out of here. This is two-headed Nerd.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was Ooh. rough rough going in the beginning